Vomit is dripping through my hair. It's warm, gelatinous, thick. Somehow this feeling is comforting. Maybe that's because I associate it with other feelings. Acceptance. Validation. Now the vomit has reached my neck. Squinting down into the trash can I'm bent over, staring into the shadow my head casts from the basement's bright fluorescent lights, I wonder if this is what amniotic fluid feels like in the womb. I try to remember, but I can't. After all, it doesn't matter, because back then I wasn't even a real person. Kind of like how not long ago I was a whale shit, a pledge, a nothing. And now I'm a brother. I'm even a rush chairman. There's a picture of me on one of the frat's composites. Andrew B. Lose, eminent rush chairman. I think it's on the one hanging over the fireplace in the living room, although it could be on the one hanging over the fireplace in the pool room, or maybe it's on the one across from the liquor cabinet. I don't know. People move them around a lot, mostly to snort coke from them, so I'm not sure of the composite's exact location. But in the picture, I'm smirking. Red cheeks over a pink shirt with a white starched collar. I'm wearing a three-piece suit. A tie splattered with Ralph Lauren logos. A pocket square, the color of money. Maybe I've taken this all too seriously. Something about our rituals changed me, deeply. And vomit doesn't bother me. Or maybe it's proof that I survived my hazing. I know that I definitely wasn't always like this. This is something new. I am a Dartmouth man now. This is normal. The brothers are still chanting, Boot on his head! Boot on his head! Even though it seems that Randall, one of my older bros, has fully emptied the contents of his stomach onto my skull. My skull, whose contents seem to be inert swimming uselessly around in their own fluids. I'm pretty wasted. The chanting dissipates. I lift my head up over the lip of the trash can and scan the brothers arrayed in front of me, an army of preppy statuary, a collection of baby-faced kids from well-off families. Bearing perfectly white teeth, they all smile. Again, I feel a sense of belonging. We practice secret sacraments that have become expressions of male love, and we will be friends forever. When I stand up straight, the puke finds the express lane down the center of my back. Suddenly, it has reached my belt, my belt that is embroidered with a repeating whale motif, the belt I got to help myself fit the frat's look, and I blink and through heavy-lidded eyes curtained by the typical Wednesday night binging, I am forced to reassess what is happening. It's possible that this second review is initiated by the boot's interminable slide into my boxer shorts, the ones my mother gave me for Christmas. Getting someone else's vomit in your underwear is the kind of buzz-killing sensation that, without fail, begs you to reassess your animal behavior. And in this brief moment of illumination, the jaw-dropping toxicity of our brotherhood is spread bare, at least for me, and I can't help but wonder how my life became like this. Was it the hazing? 
Was this just another Ivy League tradition? Why has my emotional responsiveness become a phantom limb? By the time I reach for my polo shirt, Pulaski, my roommate, is holding it out to me. But between my poor balance and blurry eyes, he appears far away, a cartoon on some distant horizon. My moment of doubt has passed, and I promise myself to continue evading all morality questions. Until I can't anymore. Hopefully, I'll graduate before these questions run me down. Though somehow I know I won't get away unscathed. Eventually, I'll be forced to make a decision. Just not tonight.